Hello, this is an audio version of a lockdown special live video stream, which you can still find on British Canoeing's YouTube and Facebook channels. Today, Etienne Stott is chatting with Emma Wiggs, Kimberly Woods and Katie Reid. Hello. Well, hello, everybody. How's it going? Good to see you all here. Welcome, everybody, to British Canoeing's Paddlecast. This is episode four. We're going out live across YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. And so it's really cool to have you here. I hope you've enjoyed the Paddlecast so far. We're hoping it's uh, helped to liven up your weeks in this lockdown. And I hope you've managed to catch up with some previous episodes. We've had Sal Montgomery and Bren Orton talking about their expeditions. We've spoken to the people behind the scenes at Palm Peak, Piranha and Tutega. I've also caught up with the legend Nuria Newman. So we've had quite a few episodes. They're all out there for you to look at and catch up on if you want. But this week, we're going to be interviewing some really cool people, some fantastic ambassadors from women's canoeing side of our sport. And we'll be taking uh, questions from you all out there. So if you want to type in your questions, um, anyone out there is watching, you've got any questions for our guests, please tap them in there. If you just want to say hello, that's also cool. So, yeah, it's really lovely to have you along. We're just hoping that these uh, paddle casts are cheering people up making people feel good it's some strange times right now and you know thinking a little bit about canoeing talk about canoeing there's no harm in that it's good so i'm going to introduce my guests and uh, we've got some really cool people here tonight i'm really happy to be joined by slalom paddler kimberly woods one of my former teammates para canoeist uh, para canoeist emma wiggs and katie reed from the canoe sprint world so thank you so much for coming along and uh, it's lovely for you to be here. I'm uh, super stoked. I'll just give you a little wave like that. <laughs> and then, uh, so I'm going to introduce you because, you know, not everyone will know. These these three people are very well known in, in, in our sport, but not everyone will, will know you. So I'm going to start off with Kimberly. So Kim has been um, on the international podium five times last year. And she was set to make her Olympic debut in Tokyo um, in just a few months' time after qualifying her spot at last year's World Championships. But we know, unfortunately, that the Olympics has been postponed. Um, so originally, what was going to be happening, um, it was going to be starting tomorrow. The European Championships were going to be held at Lee Valley. And that was going to be super cool because it's another amazing home race. But sadly, Kim is not going to be able to compete at that. But yesterday, until yesterday, she's been training in the garden, no doubt being ingenious and creative with her training, as a lot of athletes have had to had to be. But yesterday, um, taking uh, an, an, uh, the advantage of the slight change in the rules, uh, she's been out paddling on the water. So that's really cool. Um, I joined also by Emma Wiggs. Now, Emma is uh, an absolute legend. She's a multiple-time world champion in the KL2 and VL2 events. She helped to qualify the British quota spot for Tokyo Paralympics, storm into the gold in VL2 at the World Championships last year. Um, individual selection for those uh, places, for those quota spots, would have been held over the last weekend of April and on the 21st to 24th of May. Um, and it would have been the uh, Paracanoe World Championships, but they've been cancelled as well. So this is, uh, you know, bad, tough times for, for, for her as well. And our final guest, not final but not least, is Katie Reed. And Katie was an accomplished karate champion before being recruited into the Girls for Gold Fast Track program in 2014. And I did not know that. That is really cool. I actually think. Well. <laughs> don't mess with Katie. Yeah, don't mess with Katie. That's all right. I wouldn't. 
Um, so basically, yeah, and, and Katie would have been competing in the Czech Republic last week at the European Olympic qualifier. She's a C2 paddler like me. <laughs> um, her crewmate, Chloe Bracewell, would have been with her trying to uh, get a place there for, for the Tokyo Games. But again, that's uh, been uh, bumped on the head for the moment. But they were hoping to get one of the final places for the Tokyo Games. And it would have been their, their, their discipline, C2 500 meters for women would have been making its debut but they're gonna have to wait for their chance to have a go at it so first of all i'd just like to say welcome and thank you so much for being here i know uh it's a beautiful evening out there and um you know it's really nice to have some guests here and, and appreciate all the people that are watching so thank you very much so first of all you know how's it going so kim i'll start with you, you know i saw you on the water a little cheeky video i spotted of you out there and uh, what was that like Oh, it, it felt a little bit alien, um, which is kind of weird because I've been paddling for many years now. Um, but yeah, it felt, I got dizzy from doing like little tailies of water. <laughs> I've never got dizzy before. So it was, that was the first thing I did to kind of have that feeling of water under the boat again. It, you know, you, you don't really appreciate it um, as much as when you first step back in again. Mm. And even just being on the flat water, was that kind of enough for you? Yeah, I never thought I'd be so happy to be on the flat water. Um, mm. Unless it's after, after that, an that's injury. That's where it's at, Kimberly. That's where it's at. We're territory already. The oh, whole interview is already over. Yeah. The word is so awkward. I won't go I mean, too much into that. I <laughs> yesterday as well. And there were some waves on the river because of the wind. And it was like chopping onto my boat. And I was like, oh, it's cool. I love even <laughs> like paddling on flat water in the wind. Although I was a bit cold, I've got to be honest. But it was still quite cool. and uh what about you katie i also heard you've been on the water a little bit as well what's cracking there yeah i got back on the water today um i guess like kim it was just alien a bit um i thought i'd be really wobbly but uh it went better than i thought um the first few strokes were surreal really because um we've been well i've been on an ergo for what eight weeks now so um actually feeling the boat move underneath you was a bit Oh, it's a great mm. feeling, really, that you kind of forget why you paddle sometimes. And then when you step out of it and jump back in, it's like, yeah, I know why I paddle. It's, it's a great feeling and it's great to be outside. And it, today was a great day, a very sunny day as well. So, yeah, yeah it's great. Was sad, wasn't it? There were some nice sunny days kind of passed us by, unfortunately, during the lockdown. And, uh, yeah, a bit gutted. And it's I've got to be honest with you, you know, C1 sprint boat. It, like it doesn't matter I could paddle it for 20 years and I'd still be wobbly it doesn't matter whether it <laughs> or not so um fair credit to you I have full respect for anybody who's prepared to to go in one of those boats so and what about you Emma um I know it's a little bit more complicated for the power athletes and this is kind of complicated for you as well yeah I think we're, we're not back on the water um yet I mean some of the some of the squad that can carry their own boats have have, have been back on um but for those of us that need a bit of help carrying the boat or getting into the boat it's uh, it's going to take a bit more time i think the staff are working hard trying to get some kind of process in place that that will allow us to to access the water and and get back on on doing what we want to do which is being on the water and training hard and and uh, carrying on the the road to tokyo and so what's it been like you know um well i'll start with you as well Emma. i mean it's like you know it's been a while being in 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 lockdown and i guess how has your home setup been for for training, and, and and have you been have you been pushing hard at it, or has it been kind of you know have you just kind of been like well wait and see a little bit? 
No, I think um, my mindset was really quite uh, from early on thinking, right, well, let's kind of make the make the most of it. And, um, you know, it's not it's not the same. It's not as good, but it's it's the best that we can make it. You know, I'm quite lucky that that my wife managed to let me uh, empty the garage and make it into a gym and and put, and put a paddle machine in the garden under a gazebo. So I've got the stuff to, the, to to crack on with the training. And and Matt, my coach, has been incredible and adapted some sessions. And and we're just kind of making making the best of it. But yeah, it's different. I miss the team vibe. I miss the centralised um, program. But I think as a squad, you know, we're we're doing quite well and we're we're just you know cracking on. And have you been in touch with the rest of the squad much? I mean, I know the Paracanu squad really have a super close relationship. A lot of you guys like, you know, well, especially, you know, I think some of the slalom paddlers because they're training on the water and they, they have different gym times very often. But in the in the in the paracanoeing and, and sprint, it seems like you guys often are training at similar times in the gym. So it's a bit more of a social thing in that respect. Yeah, you, and then and equally yeah, equally the gaps in between the sessions, we you know we're hanging out together. So we mm. we normally spend quite a lot of time together. So some might think it's a nice break. Uh, I'm missing the guys, but we do a we do a forced fun quiz every Friday night, uh, oh, yeah. which people have been, been tuning into. So uh, yeah, we're keeping in touch, and I think it's just a case of you know when when you're having a bad day, checking in with someone, and they'll and they'll help you out, and then vice versa. So um, yeah, I feel really lucky to be part of the squad, and and looking forward to to getting back with them and the staff, even with some of the staff. <laughs> oh, so, well, look, there's Draco Zandros. I hope I've got your name right. He's saying hello. Or oh, Diane Woods. Oh, look at all these people there. Hello, Helena. Oh, look, they're all out there. Chris Harmer, hello. Hannah Brown, oh, hello. Oh, <laughs> Kimberly, what's it been like for you? I guess you've, uh, you know, you're, you're based relatively near that canal. That must have been tempting you, but have you been just blasting it out on the ergo and, and gym set up at home as well? Have you got any other, like, done, done any cross-training and stuff like that? Um, so when Lee Valley got shut down, I think that was around the 20th or so of um, of March, so about a week or so before proper lockdown, and then got managed to get two sessions on the canal until we were fully um, locked down inside the house, so... Yeah, I managed to get an ergo um, and a little gym set up. Thank you like, massively to British Canoe for helping set that up. And yeah, trying to get a little bit creative with, with a Swiss ball. Um, I bought off uh, Argos. Um, <laughs> and just little little things to kind of keep my mind ticking over. And another little thing I did as well, like, like kind of what Emma was saying, kind of missing the guys a little bit. And we do have like a, a slalom forum every Friday and the winner of, of last week's quiz so I started it off and then the winner of that does the next one and it kind of carries on and it's yeah, cool. time for us all to come together and I made some jams as well for everyone around um in Chesson um for the slalom guys and um oh, nice. I still haven't got around to everyone but um kind of got to homemade baking jam it's very unhealthy but um, <laughs> very easy it's just fruit like, right it's yeah. just fruit it's just yeah. good, good yeah. old vitamins all boiled yeah. in with a good bit of sugar it's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, tell me where do you plunder your uh, quiz questions from are you going on wikipedia or do you have books or do you are more what's what's um, your what's your well, source my first one because i love doing quizzes and everything because like, you win it so often i guess you have to do the questions loads right uh, well, I only did the first one. Um, oh. Last week we had one of the younger Salem girls, uh, Nikita Setchel, and she did a, a nice little round called How Much Do You Know About Me? And it really 
kind of got us thinking how much we really do know about each other. Um, mm. Another round by Adam Burgess was uh, Whose Knees Are These? Uh, <laughs> and he uh, took photo. well, he got photos of Instagram and social media of people's knees um, out of, I think it was just a slalom group. Um, yeah, to guess, worryingly, I got all of them right. Um, but it just shows how much we actually know each other's knees. But it wouldn't work so well in para because it's not everyone's got knees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Whose true. knee is this? It could be for, oh, God. Uh, that's all. What do we do now? Uh, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That sounds cool. And, and Kim, have you been like, you know, I guess on average, I guess a slalom paddler would do maybe what, nine sessions on the water, three in the gym, let's say per week, just on a Vegas. Have you kept something along those lines in terms for your ergo and gym stuff or has it been um, different, different mix? I think I, I think I put on gym kit every single day now because I know that I'm going to be doing some form of gym. Uh, whether it's abs um, a little bit. I've actually incorporated a little bit of leg work as well because um, I've got quite, not weak legs, but because we don't use our legs so much, we don't do a lot of work on it. So um, I've been doing a bit more of that and it's probably maybe two um, or three ergo sessions because I really don't like the ergo. But um, I've, I've learned to have a love-hate <laughs> relationship, love relationship with it recently. We'll talk about the ergos in a minute, but I just want to say anyone who's just joining us, welcome to the Paddlecast uh, this evening with British Canoeing. If you're watching this on a recording, thank you for getting that and coming coming and watching us again. It's lovely to have everyone along here. We've got three brilliant guests. We've got Emma Wiggs, Katie Reed, and Kimberly Woods, three of the best female athletes in their sports in this country. Uh, we're just having a bit of a chat about whose knees are these, what they've been doing while they've been training, um, what they're training they've been doing. Um, we've got a little question here. So, hi, Katie, Kim, Emma. Uh, not high low. She's not said low to me, but that's okay. Um, how are you all coping with not being able to see your extended family? Are you missing Scotland, Katie? Isla and John and the rest of the Mitchells are saying hello. They've even blown oh, you a little kiss. What's it like being missing out your your family? You're a long way from oh. home, right? <laughs> yeah, that's just that's John. He's my best friend and his girlfriend Isla. That's oh. cute. Oh. Um, yeah, no, I um, yeah, based in Nottingham now, so I've not seen my my family since start of the year um which like, I don't I don't see them that often anyway because I'm down here in training mm. but um in a time like this you do miss them a little bit more and um yeah just like little things really um like when you're you, you have a little bit more time in your hand you, you kind of wonder a little bit more what they're up to and um but no it's been it's it's, it's, it's been it's been okay like I'm talking to my mum like we talk about gardening and all that sort of stuff and um but yeah it's, it is strange and like um I've not been, I've not seen like my any of my friends this year at all because I've been away in South Africa and then Seville and um, then this happened so that, that's quite tough but I know like I know they're all supporting me so have you got a regular uh, regular um, sort of session to, to 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 catch up with your friends and stuff like that or do you just do it kind of an ad hoc basis? Uh, I actually lockdowns I talk at lockdowns made me. Um, and my friend and John um, talk every week whenever we just kind of used to do it yeah ad hocly but now we have now we make sure we phone each week and um, yeah it's been really good because um, we grew we kind of grew up together in karate he used to do karate so um, it's, it's it's weird being away from from friends like that um, but yeah keeping keeping in contact and and yeah keeping up to date with each other. 
So uh, Rebecca Lovat has got there. Hello, Rebecca. Some people call her Becky. I don't know. I'm saying hello. Who or what have you missed most while being in lockdown? I'm going to chuck that one to Emma. Oh, crikey. I, I was thinking about what Katie just said about talking to friends and stuff. I'm almost missing the uh, my usual excuse, which is I'm, I'm too tired and I'm training too hard. So I can't have a social life because socially I'm like more busy locked in my house yeah. than, than I ever am like day to day normally. So, um, but yeah, being serious, I think, uh, yeah, it's family. Um, we don't get to see them a lot anyway because of because of training. So knowing that you can't just you know, find that extra day where you can just nip down the motorway to see them is, is, is tough. But I think like, like Katie said, it's actually providing opportunities to, to speak to them more. You know, we do endless family quizzes and, um, you know, and some, my dad lives in the States. So we're, we're you know, seeing more of him than I've seen probably in 20 years. Um, so it's nice. It's got some opportunities, but yeah, I think it's just family. And, um, and then, like I said, the guys at the guys at training, is your dad on the West Coast or the East Coast? What's he's, the... Uh, he's, in, he's in Houston in Texas. Okay, so that is on the middle east side. Yeah, go on. <laughs> he's, he's, kind of turn, he's turning up to the quiz every week, so I'm seeing him. Yeah. So. So, but yeah, I'm finding the socialising quite exhausting, to be honest. Mm, I tell you what, people are spending a lot of time on their on their on their devices at the minute. And yeah. speaking of devices, I was just going to ask you that, Katie, just before the new questions came in. So the love hate relationship with the ergo, what's that yeah. like for for a sprint, uh, athlete? <laughs> I imagine yeah, you look at it sometimes and think, I actually really still enjoy paddling on the ergo, so I didn't do it very often. But what's that? What's that like? I mean, yeah, what, I, 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 how many <laughs> sessions would you do on an ergo if the weather was fine? Would you do any? And now, oh, none, no. No, no, you're always on the water if you can. Yeah, so I think if the weather was really bad, it was really windy, we'd probably we'd probably jump on the ergos, but um, very rarely would we would we use mm. them. Um, but now, yeah, once once or twice a day we're on the ergos, um, which I mean we're very lucky to have them. Like some people are out there who, who can't paddle at all and, and can't train. Um, so yeah, really lucky to have one, but it's it's tough. Like I, like I said before, like you don't get that feel of the water and what we paddle because we enjoy being on the water. So it's strange. And with, I don't know if I've set it up wrong or, or what, but like the canoe ergo is heavy. So it's, it's really? like you're just resistance training. Games. The time. Yeah. Think of the yeah. games. And they're know. so sticky, aren't they? Like you're so yeah. sticky on an ergo. And it hurt, it's different because like in, in, in your C1, like it gives so when you when you're moving like the boat moves and you, you like the, the water yeah, changes things down, and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah but then on the ergo nothing moves apart from you so it puts so much strain through like your top arm and your back and your front leg uh, I assume everyone who's got is doing a canoe erg but c1 canoe erg with understands the front leg pain that you get because it just uh, just kills your hamstring um, I have a lot of respect for you, but hearing about even more pain added onto it doesn't sound. Uh, <laughs> and I saw Kim kind of. Uh, Kim, what's it like for? Are you training canoe and kayak ergo, or what's the story with that? I had not thought of that actually until just now. Um, no, just kayak ergo. Actually, um, there's not enough of them to go around. Um, mm. But I think I'd definitely choose a kayak ergo over, over a C1 ergo. Um, you know, I haven't been in my C1 for a very, very long time now, um, and the euros um would have been my last race before the game so i've got an even longer time now um 
out of it and I haven't got my C1 here it's it's still stuck in in the boat store um but yeah I was I was kind of feeling this kind of same feelings I'd get um on my back and stuff um I think that was the only issue I had with the ergo because I never quite thought about it with the boat moving and you're moving with it like that as Katie said so yeah that kind of makes sense as to why my um I have a little bit of issue on the ergo yeah so I've got another question so thinking about this you know it's to me it looks fairly likely that there's not going to be any competitions this year it's going to be really difficult there might get some I, I don't know but you've got such a long distance now towards what may be your next competition you know and it's even longer distance towards you know the 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 big prize you know the olympics um is it been a struggle to be motivated in this time or has it been just like i mean i know it's relentless but have you struggled or have you taken it a little bit easy just thinking you know you can really ramp it up at different times anyone got any thoughts on that go on katie go for it Oh, I was just going to say, I, I, um, my initial thought was when, when it got postponed was, um, obviously disappointment or, or gutted, um, but also because I've come through talent transfer, we've always kind of felt like, well, I've always kind of felt like we don't really have a lot of time. Yeah. Um, we had our our goal was to get to Tokyo, um, so we had six like six years to do that, so it's it was quite a short time frame. Um, to go from not paddling to to trying to qualify and, and medal, I guess. Um, so when that when that news came through, I was like a bit like, oh, it kind of that's quite good. Like we've got another year, a whole year to mm-hmm. um, to get better and to to work on things that we've not had the chance to. Because like now now we're at home all summer, um, we've got that opportunity where we can practice like skills and stuff. Like we've never really had that chance in, in nice weather to 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 go out in the boats and and kind of just practice little skills that you kind of learn when you're 10 years old or, or whatever mm. when you're growing up um so yeah I, I, it's been quite motiv- it has been motivating obviously there's days when you're just like well it's like you don't even know when i, I have no idea road, the next yeah. time we're we'll racing like we don't know when our qualifying events going to be or anything um I'm, i don't know, I, I do this to race like you do this to race and to see how good you are so that's quite hard like the, you don't really have really like loads of short-term goals you have long-term goals now mm. um but the because because we were supposed to be qualifying last week we would have known if we we're going to the games or not um Chloe messaged me so that she was like oh we're supposed to be racing today and I was like wow yeah like oh my gosh we were supposed to be racing last week that's crazy it's like crazy to think about it and time has just walked hasn't it in these last yeah few weeks. I've always yeah that's that's kind of like kickstart my motivation again like it just gives it a little a little bump and I think like trying like remembering those events and those races, I think is is key for me to mm. yeah keep my motivation high. Yeah, I just see there, Jason's there, isn't it? Time just to keep up to the, for the love of the sport, keep fit and stay injury free. But I sort of hearing that you're kind of, I guess it's just like there's a mission here, right? And I, I, I felt it more keenly from you there. It's like you know you were on a super short run up to this, right? Yeah, yeah, like the, yeah, like. Also, at the back of mind, you've got you've got game the games and and yeah, that that that's such a short time frame to. And when did you start? Then? When when did your journey start in 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 paddling? When's the first? I mean, the first time you got into the boat and the in the uh, transfer. Uh, oh, um, first time I got into a boat, it uh, must have been twenty twenty fourteen. Um, I think that's when the, the girl, girl I went, I um came through Girls for Gold. Um, mm. 
so yeah, like I said, like you said, I did karate and then um, got on to the girls for gold. So yeah, 2014 is when I first got in the boat and then first started racing internationally in 2016, I think. Um, okay, yeah. So it is, so. it's really like, it's definitely a, like a short mission for you and that's it. Yeah, I never thought of it. What about you, Emma? Has it been, I mean, I, I know you're very highly motivated. I think you're all very yeah. highly motivated, by the way. I take that as implicit. But I just wonder, it's about like, for me, it's like, you know, it's just their sense of pacing here because, you know, you're in it for a long, you could be doing a sort of base block for the next eight months if you wanted to be. You know, there's no kind of up and down necessarily with the schedule, right? Yeah, I mean, we went from from waking up and it being 162 days till we race at the Paralympic Games to, to over 520. So for me, you know, you're right. I, I love training and, and I'm quite motivated. And I was really lucky that Matt, my coach, was able to say, right, we've got an extra year. We've got, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen. So let's just look at what we do know, which is getting the setup at home and and training in these kind of small little cycles like Katie mm. was talking about. So for me, because you know, I love to plan. Um, and that's a real stressor for me if I think we haven't got a plan. So we just have to make a plan that's kind of what we know at the minute, which is, okay, so this is, this is my training schedule for this week. It's a hard week. Next week's a hard week. Let's get through that and then let's reassess. So um, I've kind of got into a bit of a, a routine and a rhythm and um, it helps because Matt's very calm and he's kind of like, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know about racing, but let's make the best of, of what we've got. So I think he's got some plans already done and um, he's going to let me see them at, at some point so that we can we can make our, our master plan. But yeah, like Katie said, it's, it's extra days. Um, my biggest problem is I'm very old and uh, I need to drag my, my body through another winter. Um, but hopefully I can do that and um, I'm sure Matt will hopefully get me uh, into a good position to be at least competitive. And what about you, Kim? Because I know for the Olympic team, it had been a really relentless like year and a bit, right? You know, you'd been through the season and you'd been straight in the world and then they'd been qualifying and you'd been out to, uh, I think, already a few camps in Tokyo. And it seemed to me like, you, you know, it was like, wow, that's a long time without a kind of, proper break I think or I don't know if you managed to get a break what was it like you know this this lockdown have you managed to sort of have a little bit of you know spare breather or has it just been like pressing on um I guess the first few uh well first couple of weeks it was actually nice to have be away from my boat and and not really think about so much about canoeing and yeah from from the world I got back on on the 2nd of October and then we we left again on the um 11th I think um to Tokyo so it went very quickly but I quite liked it because I was keeping busy I was not given that time to kind of have that almost chill out and eat loads of food and, and um, <laughs> almost put on my winter coat a little bit um <laughs> so I was keeping busy it was nice it was keeping keep me uh, really active and occupied I guess and since then I mean you probably know what it's like as soon as you get selected your whole team around you is thinking about that plan right up to the games until you're racing so if, if I haven't experienced that before and I was quite I'm quite lucky to have that that nice team behind me that's already planned that for me I, I mean I don't like planning loads of stuff I'm not that organized um, <laughs> so I'm quite like lucky to have people do that for me but I just kind of do what I'm told um 
Uh, but yeah, so it'd been nice to have a bit of a break. And now I'm just like, I want to get to it. And it's quite a good time for me to just get all the physical stuff done. Um, mm. I'm quite strong anyway, but I think there's definitely more to come from me. So um, it's almost like a little project lockdown, get get fit and healthy, even more fit and healthy than I already am. Yeah, cool. And so, Emma, I know you're quite a reflective person. What is something that you've learned about yourself during this this time? Have you had any sort of nuggets of insight that you would like to either prepare to share with us or just have you had any at all? You might not. Yeah, I think um, about myself, I think that actually, you know, I can take take some time. Um, I think being quite driven and motivated, I'm a bit relentless sometimes in in needing to be training or, or doing something all the time and actually I then don't do the little things that can make a difference so you know just being aware now of the fact that you know without having to do the travel and the commuting there's time to sit in the garden or there's time to talk to people and be social and, and these, these little things that I generally don't do because um maybe because I'm just really dull I'm not sure but I think because I try and think it's going to impact my paddling and actually I've learned it's probably going to add to my add to my paddling mm. more um, if I've got that little bit more balance. Um, along with the fact the coffee machine is approximately a metre from the garage gym. That's helpful. That's another <laughs> top tip. Um, and the Labrador does, does like to come into the gym mid-session. So there's all sorts of little things that I think are definite wins that we should instigate back at Home Beer Comp. So um, that was one of my, my questions I was thinking. So is there what have you started doing during lockdown that you're going to carry on doing that you would not have done before that you're going to carry on into your life? So it sounds to me, Emma, like you're talking about the coffee machine being one metre away from your point of exercise. That's <laughs> Yeah, and I think just literally that, that getting that balance a bit better with, with, with realising that you can do more than just training um and it actually then benefits your training as well so i think i'm going to try and and uh i don't want to say publicly that i'm going to try and be more sociable because it'll get me in all sorts of trouble but no you, I you may, just I the phone won't stop ringing slightly. the phone won't stop ringing be people bothering you all the time you'll be like no i'm trying to go for the in yeah. so, yeah. what about you katie have you have you got anything that's gonna like keep going what that um that I've, that I've learned. Oh well, um, anything you know, what you've ooh. been doing that you think <laughs> no, is it? I guess, is it I guess of... like, I think actually, what I've learned is that I actually de- probably depend on people more than I probably thought I did, mm. um, and I need the I need that support from from like teammates and support staff and and, and coaches more than, than I probably thought I did. Yeah, I think I've kind of quite often just think that okay, like. I'm not a very I, I think I'm not a very sociable person and don't actually realize how much I feed off of my teammates in, in, in sessions so yeah it's been quite hard um like motivating yourself sometimes to train on your own train in your garage on your own with no one around you no one to cheer you on or just even have those little um those little conversations that you have like in the gym like just yeah. little like banter between people or just random things like, like good morning even yeah um yeah to no, be like you, you wake up and you go down on your own yeah yeah so um, i think yeah is, go on sorry keep going go on yeah just be i think maybe just maybe show that a little bit more um yeah. show, like show my appreciation a little bit more yeah. well i think that's what's going to happen right because if you're lucky enough to have had this time not being completely miserable and horrible i think a lot of people <laughs> will really have um you know realized a lot of things that they have been taken for granted you know that we've been yeah. taken for granted and i think you know 
in sports, I think it's fair to say we leave extraordinary lives, you know, with all sorts of people, you know, and all sorts of stuff there. And I guess it's been really, even, you know, out there in non-sporting world, I guess a lot of people will see things that they've, you know, never quite seen before and they'll see them in a new light. So I like, I like the idea of that. I think that's going to bring a lot of positivity into the world. And what about you, Kimberly? What have you been, uh, what, what's, what, what's you going to keep going with that you started whilst you've been in lockdown? Um, I think I've almost surprised myself a little bit. Um, like I am very much a social person. I, I love being around people. I love um, making those social um, calls. I, I like just doing loads of things with people. I absolutely, that's it's just what I am a people person. Um, and I bring, feel like I bring so much energy as well to our training group, as well as to um, other people. Mm. And I've, I've, I've heard from um, our coach that, like he's missing a bit of that energy um, when he's been up all night with the kids. And yeah, no, I think one thing that's really surprised me is how much I, I'm kind of committed to the training at home alone. Mm. Um, I've got my other half joining me with some of the sessions and yeah, he can paddle as well. So it's been quite good to have him on the water with me um, for those three sessions. Mm. Um, but um, one thing I'll probably kind of keep doing is almost realize how much I actually love being fit and healthy I don't just do it because it's my job as such like I do it because it's a lifestyle um, yeah. and I, I can't see myself stop being like that and um, kind of bringing you know make me making those jams and things almost make you put in that little extra effort to kind of put a smile on someone's face like I never realized how much I enjoyed doing that day to day um so yeah, I think I keep doing almost appreciate kind of what Katie said, appreciating um, just saying hello to um, your training group or people in the morning. Um, you don't realise it's it, you, you do it until you don't do it. Mm. Yeah. And what about like so? Another thing I'm sort of thinking about. I'm not sure there's going to be a sort of end point in this. You know, it's going to be a sort of long, kind of drawn out sort of part of the way but I'm sort of wondering is there going to be something that you're going to do that is going to be for you like yes that is the that is the the kind of moment that you think that you're looking forward to coming out of all this business uh I'll throw, I'll throw that at Emma oh no she looks like she's thinking have <laughs> you got an answer <laughs> uh sorry you asked um what did you ask? Sorry. Yeah, what are you going to look forward to? What, what are you looking forward to? You know, what's going to be that thing that you're looking forward to that you're going to do when, when when this is kind of on its way to being over? Does it have to be paddling related? It can be, no, not related? at all. No, absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait to go out for a burger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually, like, yeah, just going out to a restaurant um, yeah. with friends uh, or, or, like, or like my partner, just, yeah, that uh, we... I really enjoy that, um, and yeah, we've we've managed to get a takeaway once or twice, <laughs> but like it's not the same. And I, I, yeah, I love that social side of of that, and can't wait. Especially especially with my family as well. When whenever we meet up, we always go out um, mm. for food, so um, or have like a barbecue or something like that um, with people. Yeah. What about you, Emma? Have you come up with an answer? Yeah, well, no, it's, it's similar, really, because um, I, I do all the cooking and stuff. So it's oh, just yeah. going going out for something that I haven't had to cook or wash up um, <laughs> would, would, uh, would be amazing. Because I actually haven't left our village. We live in a tiny little village, and I haven't left the village since the day we got locked down. So, um, yeah, just even to drive the car, like, you know, just to do something that is 
out and about. Kimberly, what about you? Um, I mean, I was uh, relating quite a lot to the driver in the car. I think my car died about twice the battery. So um, just being, I think that's one thing I'm kind of glad that um, we're still allowed to paddle now um, is to be able to just keep moving my car now. Um, but no, I think the one thing I'm really looking forward to doing is just going up and seeing my family. You know, you, I mean, we, we go away a lot, but I always go, oh, I'll just go see it when I get home. But the fact that that, that kind of feeling is is gone like I can't just go to see them and my little nephew's turning um two at the end of this month and I really hope I could go see him but I don't think I'll be able to um which is really sad um but yeah that's what I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him and what about your uh so I I had a quick scan through social media channels just before uh before this started and uh, I sort of wondered (laughs) What has been the thing that you've been, you know, putting out on social media that you're you're kind of proudest of and that you're most uh, most uh, yeah glad to have been brought to the to the uh, to the world through your through your channels? Anyone anyone got one for that? Oh, wow! <laughs> I don't. Well. I, I, no. I mean, Ethan, I put a lot of terrible food pictures, so that's that's probably not something. <laughs> terrible proud food of. pictures. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. No, I just wondered. That's okay. That after I made a mini. Well, I didn't make a mini slalom course. Um, my other half made a mini slalom course on from a hose and a bit of slate going into the pond, um, which was pretty cool. And I did um, a little video for I think it's TikTok and Team GB, and they did isolation games or something like that. And I made it look mm. like. Um, I was getting ready for a race run and that was really fun to do. And the slalom course is still up there and I look at the poles going, there'll be real poles one day. <laughs> one day. And did, you, did you make that all yourself? Did you set it all up yourself or did they help I, you to sort of come I up with the didn't. idea or anything? Uh, well, so they, I mean, we, we were seeing, I can't remember his name, um, a hockey player, I think it was. Sam Ward. Sam Ward. Yeah. yeah, Sam Ward. Yeah. 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 Doing loads yeah. of different sports and it was amazing. And they were just saying, oh, like, see if you can get on the trend and things like that. So I thought I'd give it a go. Um, and I was doing a gym session or something. And, um, yeah, my other half got making out of, um, I think it was, like, um, toothpicks. And, yeah, really creative. Um, I was really impressed. Um, I think he's really proud of it as well. <laughs> And what about you, Katie? Anything that you've been you've been interested in on social media that's kind of caught your eye and, and that you've gotten behind, or is it just like you're not into that sort of thing? You're like too busy oh, yeah. on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Um, I don't know. I think probably started following more uh, gardening accounts. Um, oh, here we go. See, this is this is the, this is the goal. This is I the actually am that I'm an old. I'm, a, I'm an old woman. I actually am a knit and I bake and I do gardening. Um, so yeah, I think um, <laughs> I think being at home. I'm never at home in the summer. I'm away like for so much of the summer normally that I never get time to be in the garden. So um, it's been it's been really good. I've bought loads of plants. I've um, me, me and my partner have made raised beds. We built oh, nice. uh, raised beds at the decking. Um, so, yeah, using our carpentry skills and, um, yeah, preparing, preparing uh, a bit of land for, for grass. And, yeah, so um, uh, I like Gardener's World and Monty Don. So. <laughs> yeah, rock and roll. Yeah, 8.30 right. right. on a Friday night, yeah. 
<laughs> I planted two sunflowers in my garden the other day, and I've just remembered I've not watered my seedlings for uh, for two days, which oh, basically is bad, oh, isn't it? So <laughs> that's like treating them very badly, very badly. Yeah. <laughs> so my final question here is, um, you know, we, there's been a lot of interest about kind of mental health and this whole sort of side of, of lockdown, and there's a lot of concerns out there. And I'm thinking, you know, we've been talking a lot about training and all that side of things, and it's all linked into mental health. I'm wondering if, you know, for some of you, I know, you know, you talked about this a little bit. How have you been doing anything specifically to kind of look after that side of things? I think at the start, I, I when we had lots of uncertainty, I, I did quite a lot of headspace. Um, mm. I found that really useful, and I also big up did headspace. Yeah. Big up headspace. Um, <laughs> Also did some work um, with a psychologist around something called mirror scheduling. So trying to look at what your old routine was like and then looking at what your new routine is like. Um, and it kind of flagged up that normally in a week I'd have between six and seven hours of kind of me time where I'm mm. driving to and from training. So we, I suddenly didn't have that. So I was almost like running in overdrive all the time. So I just oh, put in, interesting. I put in like reading my book, um, when I finished my sessions as, as my kind of like switch off, switch off time. And I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't have kind of engaged with that, with that side of things. So I think it's just like we've touched on all of us. It's, it's time to reflect and realize that actually there are some bits that we've learned in lockdown that, that I think can be really beneficial to us as athletes when we go back to, to the real world. Mm. Kim, what about you? Any, any top mental healthiness tips? I think, well, I guess at the start, everyone was trying to make sense of it all. And we, um, uh, the slalom uh, Olympic guys, we were just kind of making sense of well, what's this all like with the um, mm. postponement of Tokyo. Uh, yeah, yeah, we weren't sure. So that time was, it was really weird. And it, it was a little bit of a difficult time just to kind of, the, just that uncertainty of our fates, I guess. Um, I know I was a bit like, you know what, I'm, I want to be the best paddler I want to be. So I'm prepared to fight for that spot anyway. Um, mm. So I really actually got into a really positive mindset. And I've, I've again, surprised myself so much um, being open and talking. And um, I, I mean, I was making sense of my dreams. I was weird, weird dreams. And it turns out <laughs> it, it, it's not it's not just me. It's actually quite a lot of people. Um, yeah, emotional yeah. time, right? Yeah. Creates yeah. a lot of dreams I I like, like dreams that dreams are more vivid don't you think in lockdown yeah. like the 100 yeah. percent more vivid yeah and yeah it, yeah I'm, i might have been waking up going what on earth is going on <laughs> inside my brain um quite a lot more often and i just talking about that kind of stuff and um with the psychologist as well she she's been helping me make sense and we've been doing um kind of two week blocks um which has kind of put a, a big routine. I think that's one of the things that's been key to having a positive mindset and kind of things like that and, and keeping my mental health healthy. Um, yeah. It's having that routine and that's been the key for me. Um, and yeah, it's mental health awareness next week. Um, and it's about being um, a, a kind. So that's kind of been a, a, good, a good drive for me, um, having routines and things like that and kind of keeping mm. things social. I'm all about routines. I think athletes, I don't know personally, I think athletes really work in a very, you know, fairly strong routine lifestyle. And I guess lockdown has probably changed everybody's routines. And that's actually in itself potentially stressful. What about you, Katie? Is there, do you do anything specifically on that? Do you work closely with a psychologist as well and stuff? 
Yeah, I um, I was going to follow on from what Kim said there. I think, and I've learned, I think, during this time to be a little bit more kind to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think r- r- routine is really is, is great, and I love routine. But I think in a time like this as well, you've got to be a little bit more flexible mm-hmm. um, because you're at home. I'm at home all the time, so there's things that come up, like you end up having to do the laundry or the washing and things, and and it kind of knocks your usual your normal. Or the gardening. <laughs> that is my routine now. <laughs> so yeah, I think um just being like a bit like kind in yourself and flexible that like it's okay if if, if you don't want to do something what someday. It, it's mm-hmm. okay. Um mm-hmm. and that's that's gonna happen. Um but yeah, like I um I work with Alex, um, my psychologist, uh, and we, we catch up every two weeks and we we just have a catch up really and, and mm-hmm. talk about just just everything really. It's just nice to to voice how you're feeling except sometimes like it's it's just nice to talk to someone who isn't isn't your family or friends um mm. and sometimes it's easier to do that um and uh, yeah and then I also do some yoga we we do yoga with hot pod yoga um and we've, we've done that for a few years now on a Wednesday um the canoe girls and they've been doing virtual sessions so we've been able to keep up keep up with that and that that's great we've been doing like breathing techniques which which are really good. I know like a lot of people found it hard to, to go to sleep at night um, uh, because their the day, days are quieter or they're stuck in the house. Mm. And um, the, the breathing side of things really help um, with, with like calming, calming you down and, and creating that kind of um, peaceful mind, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's just a few, a few bits of bobs, but I think it's just taking, taking time to, to be kind to yourself. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, being kind to yourself and kind to other people. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And uh, we could all do it a little bit more of that in the world. So I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up there and just say thank you so much to you three for coming along tonight. It's a real pleasure. Thanks to everybody who's viewing this live, who's posted questions and comments. Thanks to everybody who's watching on the recording. Um, I don't know if any of you have got anything else to say uh, before we go, but uh I've got got one thing actually I think another thing that's been quite good for me is this house kind of used to be a place where I just slept Mm. in it and since being on this lockdown it's made me appreciate the home feeling a lot more and it's it's kind of been I mean a place that I've I know done many things in this lockdown a bit of gardening um like everyone else uh, (laughs) I've not made banana bread actually. Oh, Kimberly! No, never no, mind. No. I haven't found any flour. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I think it's one of the things that's that's been really cool is to kind of actually feel like a home rather than a place that 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 you slept. And a lot of people are stuck in lockdown. It's actually been quite nice to be at home. At home, um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, good point. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Say that again. Sorry. No, no. I just was saying a great point. Really good point. Yeah. Nice one. So look, thank you. Look, it's lovely, lovely, lovely to have you. Um, I want to let you all know that next week we're going to have a stand-up paddleboard enthusiast, but most people might know him as a comedian. We're going to have Bill Bailey on live at 7 p.m. That's going to be on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Keep an eye on social media on the British canoeing channels for that, and we're going to release the recording. And uh, But for now, thank you so much for being here. Really lovely to have you along. 
If you're heading out over to onto the wall in the next few days, please check out British Canoeing's policy about that. You need to kind of be on top of that and stay well, enjoy yourselves, and uh, be lovely to each other. And uh, I guess we'll see you all again. Mwah. Thank Cheerio. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>